Greetings, family, to today's study, Bible College Curriculum. Today's scripture is Psalm 112, verse 1 and 7. Let's go ahead and read it in the Passion Translation. See what that entails, and then we'll pray afterwards. Shout in celebration of praises to the Lord. Everyone who loves the Lord and delights in Him will cherish His words and be blessed beyond expectation. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come, for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your great love. Thank You, Lord God, for Your words of encouragement. We rejoice in Your words. We rejoice in the correction and the and the discipline, Lord God, that you hold us in your arms and you discipline us, Lord. Thank you for being a good father to us. Thank you for doing your word unto us, Lord God, and letting us not get away with anything. Help us to be prudent, Lord God, with your word and with our recovery. Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Welcome again to Faith to Faith from the free book we have online from kcm.org by Kennedy and Gloria Copeland. Today's topic is No Deposit, No Return for December the 14th by Kennedy Copeland. Are you ready to face a crisis? Don't wait until one hits, hits you to or finds you. Prepare yourself now. That's what a couple of my partners did. They faced a situation that would have made many people panic. But when the crisis hit, their hearts were so deeply established on the Word of God that their first response was not one of fear, but of faith. What affected me most when I heard their testimony was one particular phrase they kept saying, No deposit, no return. What they meant by that was that if you don't take the time to deposit the word in your heart now, it won't be there later when you really need it. You'll end up in a crisis with only doubt and unbelief instead of the faith and power you need to see you through. In a situation like the one this couple faced, that could be deadly. You see, their two-year-old son has suffered a fall that had cracked his skull and critically injured his neck. He had no feeling in his arms and legs and was unable to move. Yet, as they rushed him to the emergency room, a great sense of peace rested on them. Rather than crying with fear, they prayed in faith and declared, By Jesus' stripes, our son is healed. By Jesus' stripes, our sons are healed. Sure enough, within hours, their boy was totally restored. Even the x-rays verified the fact that a miracle had taken place. What's important to understand about that story is this, the victory was not won when the damage to that little boy's body disappeared. It was won out during the days and weeks and months before when his parents were listening to tapes and studying the word and praying in the spirit. It was won because the people had spent time building a foundation on the word so that when the storm came, they were able to stand. Remember, no deposit, no return. Start making those precious deposits today. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we deposit to you today, Proverbs 10.22, that it says, the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. 
And it makes us rich and it adds no sorrow with it. Thank you, Lord God. Help us to accept the blessing of Abraham. Thank you for accepting your blessing, the blessing and the benefits of your word, Lord God. We receive your benefits, Lord. We receive your blessings and you add no sorrow with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's start making these precious deposits today. And we're going to read Psalms 112 as our, to finish up this study and some more Psalms too. But particularly Psalm 5 through 10, our best chances of success in overcoming any destructive habit we may have, say for instance, losing our believing, our faith, our bad thoughts, our patterns, the, and the hurts in our lives, is to keep our eyes on God keeping our eyes on Jesus. Making good changes in our lives won't make everybody, everyone happy. Some of our old enemies and our old friends who used to lead us astray will wonder why we no longer relate to them as we did. Some of them may even criticize us or think we are snobbish. As a result, we may find the process of recovery lonely at first in times like these. We must look to God who is always with us. With his help, we'll find new relationships that will strengthen us and learn how to reconcile our old relationships so they will support us in the recovering process. Amen and amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for all our friends that are going through something. Lord, we lift up all the body of Christ that may be experiencing something. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that everyone would say to their circumstances, the devil's a liar, Jesus is truth. They would say to their circumstances, the devil's a liar, Jesus is the truth. They will say to their persistent thoughts, thinking, the devil's a liar, Jesus is truth. And they'd be liberated from their thinking and be liberated in the truth of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is Victor, no matter what they're going through. Jesus is victor. Acknowledging Jesus to the thanks of the problems that pushes us to acknowledge Jesus, to stand on them, is the way to go. We pray for strength and knowledge in this area in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's go to uh, Psalm 112. Repeat after me as I read it. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. 
they are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. The wicked will see this and be infuriated. They will grind their teeth in anger. They will slink away their hopes toward it. Amen and amen. Beautiful word of God. Let's take that to heart, folks. Repeat it over and over. Record yourself so when you hear it, you're brushing your teeth. You can hear your saying, Psalms 112. Today we'll be reading Psalm 14. Psalm 44, 74, 104, something like that. In Psalm 14, our refuse you, when we have refuse you, when refuse to believe in God is, is our first step toward failure in recovery in anything. Unless we accept that there is a God who is concerned about us, there is no hope for us. The psalmist gave us a good term to describe the people who refuse to believe in God. Fools! Fools! The world is filled with corrupt fools, but we don't have to be like them. We prove we are not such people by deciding to turn our will over to God. Psalm 14. Only fools say in their heart there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away, all have become corrupt. No one does good, not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to the Lord? Terror will grip them. For God is with those who obey him. The wicked frustrates the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord will protect his people. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When the Lord restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and go to Psalm 44, please. I'll read that. I'm reading to you from the New Living Translation. In Psalm 44, in verses 1 through 7, there are always valuable lessons to be learned from our spiritual predecessors. Those who have progressed farther in their struggle of life and recovery can share how God brought them help and deliverance. The victory God has given others should encourage us, but we must put into practice the principles they share. If we don't act on what we learned, we will never experience the victories they have told us about. Psalm 44. Amen. O God, we have heard it with our own ears. Our ancestors have told us. 
of all you did in the days of days long ago. You drove out the pagan nations by your power and gave all the lands to our ancestors. You crushed our enemies and set our ancestors free. They did not conquer the land with their swords. It was not their own strong arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand and strong arm and the blinding light from your face that helped them, for you love them. Now there's a scripture that'll be good to, uh, to memorize. Psalm 44, verse 3, part B. It was your hand and strong arm and the blinding light from your face that helped us, for you love us. Amen. Put it in personal terms, because that's exactly what our Lord Jesus did for us. Amen. You are my King and my God. You command victories for us and Israel. Only by your power can we push back our enemies. Only in your name can we trample our foes. I do not trust in my bowl. I do not count on my sword to save me. You are the one who gives us victory over our enemies. You disgrace those who hate us. Oh God, we give you glory to you all day long and constantly praise your name. Amen. Rise up, help us, ransom us because of your unfailing love. Okay, now I'm going to skip and go to 74 and see got to get ready for my next meeting here and in 74 we have in verses 12 to 23 God has proven himself over and over as a God who is able to deliver he has shown his power by his control over our enemies over ferocious animals and over nature itself we therefore can call on him and be confident that he is able to overcome all the problems we face. He will be faithful to his word, watching over us even as we walk through the darkest valleys in this life. To you, O God, verse 12, are my king from ages past, bringing salvation to the earth. You split the sea by your strength and smashed the heads of the sea monsters. You crushed the head of Leviathan and let the desert animals eat him. You caused the springs and streams to gush forth, and you dried up rivers that never run dry. Both day and night belong to you. You made the straight and the sun. You made the starlight and the sun. You set the boundaries of the earth, and you made both summer and winter. See how these enemies insult you. Lord, a foolish nation has dishonored your name. Don't let these wild beasts destroy your turtle doves. Don't forget your suffering people forever. Remember your covenant promises, for the land is full of darkness and violence. Don't let the downtrodden be humiliated again. Instead, let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how these fools insult you all day long. Don't overlook what your enemies have said or the growing uproar. Amen and amen. And now we go to Psalm 104. In 104, God created us as well as this world and all his creatures. He created the world to function according to his plan. 
God also created us to function best, to live joyfully and healthy lives. When we do these things His way, when we follow our own path, we will suffer painful consequences. If we seek to live according to God's program revealed in the Bible, we will discover the way to live in peace and harmony with God and other people and the world we live in. Psalms 104. Let all that I am praise the Lord. O Lord my God, how great you are. You are robed with honor and majesty. You are dressed in a robe of light. You stretch out the starry curtains of the heavens. You laid out the rafters of your home in the rain clouds. You make the clouds your chariots. You ride upon the wings of the wind. The winds of your messengers, flames of fire are your servants. You place the world on its foundation so it will never be moved. You clothe the earth with floods of water, waters that covered even the mountains. At your command, the water fled. At the sound of your thunder, it hurried away. Mountains rose and valleys sank to the level you decreed. Then you set a firm boundary for the seas so they would never again cover the earth. You make springs pour water into the ravines, so streams gush down from the mountains. They provide water for all the animals, and the wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds nest beside the streams and sing among the branches of the trees. You send rain on the mountains from your heavenly home, and you fill the earth with the fruit of your labor. You cause grasses to grow for the livestock and plants for people to use. You allow them to produce food from the earth, wine to make them glad, olive oil to soothe their skin, and bread to give them strength. The trees of the Lord are well cared for, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. There the birds make their nests, and the storks make their homes in the cypresses. High in the mountains live the wild goats, and the rocks from a refuge for the hyraxes. You made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to set. You send the darkness, and it becomes night when all the forest animals prowl about. Then the young lions roar for their prey, stalking the food provided by God. At dawn, they slink back into their dens to rest. Then people go off to their work, where they labor until evening. O oh Lord, what a, what a variety of things you have made. In wisdom, you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Here is the ocean, vast and white, teeming with life of every kind, both large and small. See the chips sailing along, the leviathan which you made to play in the sea. They all depend on you to give them food as they need it. When you supply it, they gather it. You open your hand to feed them, and they are richly satisfied. But if you turn away from them, they panic. When you take away their breath, they die and turn again to dust. When you give them your breath, life is created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord continue forever. The Lord takes pleasure in all he has made. The earth trembles at his glance, the mountains smoke at his touch. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. 
May all of my thoughts be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Let all sinners vanish from the face of the earth. Let the wicked disappear forever. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Beautiful, wonderful words of life. And now we go to Psalm 134. Oh, praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. Say it with me. Oh, praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. You who serve at night in the house of the Lord. Lift your hands towards the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Jerusalem. Amen and amen. Now in Daniel, Daniel would say that he prayed three times. He, he kneeled and he would open his window towards Jerusalem and he would pray three times. And one of the things it says is that he prayed with, with gratitude. So let's go ahead and let's look to the east. We pray towards Jerusalem. Lord, we thank you for our lives just the way they are. With every situation, every calamity, whatever, every blessing, every goodness, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. And we look to Jerusalem from where our blessings come for. And they come through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who is all around us in everything we do and everything we say. Be glorified this day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, everyone, for coming on in here today. And uh, more will be revealed. More will be revealed to our, our adventure here. So let's thank God. And thank you so much for coming on today and being blessed with me. God bless you. Give them heaven. Go out there and experience life to the full. Blessing and helping others. In Jesus' name. Amen.